Praise the Lord and welcome to the broadcast today. Welcome to Cross Time with Pastor Curtis. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson here in the studio and I'm encouraged to be able to be sharing the very topic that we're sharing today and that topic is Bible faith in light of the cross. And today is going to be more than the normal uh, special to me because uh, as we open up today, we're going to be uh, discussing a question that I've had before the Lord for uh, the last few months, trying to sort through it and find the answer. If you're a Bible student, uh, as all Christians should be, there will always be questions that we have uh, concerning some of the things we're seeing in the Word. I, I believe that. I, I know that to be true. If we're Bible students as we should be and have been commanded to be uh, in the Word of God, then there will always be things that arise in our hearts that we would like to have answers to. And we know that most of the time those things, those questions are there because the Lord is stirring our hearts to show us more, to, to guide us into more of His truth and not to make us look like we have something that no one else has. There's too much of that in the, in the body of Christ looking for something to put us on the map, something to put our ministry. And, and listen, uh, we just need to be about Jesus. I believe the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, will keep things on a simple level. I believe it. I don't need to uh, try to make it sound like it's some deep theological. Uh, it's the simplicity of Christ. Babes can have the pure milk and folks who are growing can have the meat. Everybody can eat at the table of the Lord. But there will always be things that, that we hear, that we see in the Word of God that we kind of get still about and, and, and we wonder about and we want to know. And so, again, welcome to the broadcast today. And every Friday morning at 9 a.m., we're here uh, discussing something in the Word of God. We've been doing this since, I think, 2016 uh, or maybe a little before. And uh, we've gone through the entire book of Ephesians, verse by verse, took a year and a half. Galatians, verse by verse, a year and a half. Mondays and Thursdays we have done in the past Romans verse by verse two and a half years we're presently walking our way through Hebrews <coughs> and we are in chapter 6 and that's Mondays and Thursdays at 8.30 a.m. Central Time so you can find all of that on the Pastor Curtis Facebook page or the YouTube channel Curtis Hutchinson 316 or the website, thecrosswaychurch.com. So avail yourself to all those wonderful sessions there. I call them wonderful because when you find a ministry, wherever that ministry might be, that is preaching, proclaiming, and, and, and teaching uh, the Word of God in the light of the one who is the living Word of God and what He did at Calvary so that Word of God could be imparted into our hearts and written on our minds, then you found a ministry that you can sit under and you can learn through and you can grow by. The Holy Spirit will do amazing things if you get planted in a ministry that is striving together for the faith of the gospel who are becoming determined to know nothing but 
Christ and Him crucified, who sees every word in the Bible dipped in the precious blood of Jesus, that faith might come. Hallelujah. So, okay, today is September the 3rd, 2021, and the question that I've had before the Lord for the last few months, actually, is, and I've asked several folks about it, and they had a look on their face just like the look I had on my face when I was uh, pondering the question, trying to look for an answer. And the question was this, when I, as a child of God, Uh, start trusting in something other than simply depending on each day, trusting in, valuing higher than anything what my Jesus did for me at the cross. When, when, I, when I, my flesh uh, lusts after uh, getting with a group of people who are involved in some new fad, that, and you know we name them all the time, the purpose-driven, the Daniel fast, the, 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 the words you speak, all these hundreds, thousands and thousands of different voices, these objects of faith... <coughs> Really, we'll see today these words. Here's the question I've had before the Lord. When, I'm, when I revert my faith from the sacrifice of Christ, even in ignorance and not knowing I'm doing it, saying that I would never not believe Jesus died for my sins, but yet I'm looking for the power of God daily to come I'm looking for the avenue through which the Holy Spirit will sanctify me, will deliver me from things that try to grab a hold of me. I'm looking for these different, uh, I'm looking for the avenue that the power of God will help me along the way. When I move my faith from the sacrifice, simply the sacrifice of Christ, where He died for me, I died with Him, and, 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 When I move my faith from that to something else, here comes the question, am I using the measure of faith I was dealt, the measure of faith, this like precious faith I obtained, am I using that faith and applying it to something else, or have I just reverted back to functioning under faith that all the world functions in? Because faith is is just what we're depending on, we're trusting in, that comes through a voice, a word. Now get that. Now, now, as we go through this today, and I, I want to put the answer out before us before we begin discussing this, because there is an answer. The question again, am I, am I using this like precious faith, 2 Peter 1 and 1, am I, am I using this measure of faith, Romans 12, 3, that I've been dealt by God at the born-again experience through my dependence and trust in what His Word told me about His Son and what He did for me to forgive me of my sins at Calvary, when I believed that, faith came. Remember that now. It's important for today's discussion. Faith always comes 
when we believe a word, trust and depend in a word. It matters where that word comes from and having heard that word in its proper context. The answer the Lord gave me the other morning concerning this question about me operating, now I'm trusting, let's just pick one of the fads, one of the gimmicks, one of the uh, things that men creep into the church and pour out as distractions that God would never use. He uses the truth of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. He would never, you let's pick one. Let's just say the government of 12. It had its run, it's still having its run. When I'm trusting in that, that I have to have someone over me before God can do in my life what needs to be done, uh, I have to have a, a covering other than the covering of the blood. I, I have to do these three things. I have to be involved in this and I have to do that. And now, now I'm, 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 I'm depending on what I'm doing in my involvement in this for the power of God. Am I functioning according to, am I using the faith I was dealt in that or have I reverted back to just functioning as I did before I was saved? And the answer is the latter. When I begin to be distracted from the exclusivity, the exclusive way to God, the exclusive way through which God works, which is through Christ by His Spirit, meaning through faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, and what He did at Calvary. <clears throat> when I go away from that, I go away from it because of what? I've heard another word. I've heard another word. And now I'm believing that word. That word did not bring me biblical faith. Any word that tries to bring me back under the law of rules, regulations, rites, ceremonies, the law of doing, instead of faith in Christ and His doing at Calvary, and don't take this the wrong way, if your faith is right in Christ and Him crucified, you're walking in the works that God ordained for you to walk in that are in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2 and 10. Write these things down. Look at them. But when someone comes along and says, Hey, Curtis, you know why you're struggling? Is, is because, man, God has given us this avenue, this new thing. It's the new thing God is doing. And we don't have enough biblical knowledge to, to know that God has said there's no new thing under the sun and that which has been will be again. If we don't understand Scripture, if we don't know Scripture, then another word will come and we'll put faith in that word and that word may be a word that's dragging us back under law and we'll be trying to perform for the power power of God, perform for deliverance, perform for sanctification, instead of simply keeping, hear me now, keeping the faith we obtained. 2 Peter 1 and 1. If you're new to this, write it down. Uh, this like precious faith we have obtained through the righteousness of God and our Savior speaks of Calvary, the Lord Jesus Christ. In Romans 12, 3, God is dealt to every man. Not talking about the world because the Bible says not all men have faith. But they have some sort of dependence and trust, some sort of faith. Faith is depending and trusting in some word. 
we've heard. Get that now. But the faith that God dealt us, the faith that we as Christians have obtained, is that which He gave us when we trusted, depended on, believed in that what God did in His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins, God saw us trusting in that from the heart and He gave us the gift of faith, Ephesians 2.8. We're saved by grace. That's what God did in Christ at Calvary. Grace is what God does through faith unto salvation. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Hallelujah. Gift is something we... uh, Sorry. Faith is that which we were dealt by God, that which we've obtained from God through the righteousness, the work of Christ at Calvary. So when we move our faith from the cross, it doesn't matter in ignorance, it doesn't matter if it's in rebellion, it it doesn't matter. When we're not trusting in Christ and Him crucified for the power of God, for the grace of God, for the deliverance of God, for the the power of God, for the ministry He's called it. Whenever we're not trusting in the cross of Christ, we're trusting in something else. Both of those categories are words. The Lord says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that He has committed His word of reconciliation to those that are ambassadors of Christ. That's Christians. We've been reconciled by the blood. He's committed His word of reconciliation to us. And He's made us ministers of reconciliation. That doesn't just speak of initial being born again, reconciled to God. It speaks of daily walking as though we have been reconciled to God. The fruit of our reconciliation to God. Hallelujah. Peter said in 1 Peter 1 and 5 that we're kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. Salvation is always included in the Christian's life. Get it out of your head that salvation was just an initial point, initial occurrence. It was, thank God for it, but salvation goes on today in a word called sanctification. So the answer from the Lord, the answer the Lord gave me about is it, am I trying to apply this measure of faith to wrong objects is no. Because when I'm applying, when I'm trusting in depending on something other than Christ and His work at Calvary, I've been brought under, I've been, I've, I've been, I've heard another word. Get that. I'm, I'm trying to say it careful and, and simple. When someone tells us about the government of 12, and we'll just use that today, or, or, or whatever it is, and, and tell it'll help us, it'll, it'll, it'll show us and, and usher in by the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God that we need daily, this new thing God's doing, that's a word. We've heard a word, and that word we begin trusting in, uh, uh, depending on, and expecting to see the fruit of God working in my life through what I'm doing in the government of 12. That's not the measure of faith. That's not the faith we've been dealt. The faith we've been dealt 
the measure that of faith God dealt us came from hearing the word of the cross. It's the Paul said in Romans 10, it's the word of faith, that means the word that brings faith, that we preach. Get this. Now, I know this could it really shouldn't be confusing, but when in past, when I was trusting in all these things that men had crept in among us and were telling us this is the new thing. Thank God for the new thing. Oh, God's doing a new thing. And every year there has to be a new thing. Why? Because the old, the, what was new last year, they realized it wasn't working. And the people who still think it's working are still duped and seduced and they're pretending. You have to be pretending to think God's working in something other than through Christ by His Spirit because of your faith and the sacrifice. You, you're duped. You're seduced. I've been there. Not being ugly, I've been there. Hallelujah. I've been delivered. Hallelujah. I, mine eyes have seen the glory. Hallelujah. Praise be to God for the truth of His Word. So when, I, when all these millions of true legitimate Christians are out dabbling in all these programs and events looking for the power of God, God expecting to see the fruit of God because of their involvement in these programs, they're not functioning by biblical faith. They've been led. Listen, when our flesh is, uh, James said that we're carried off by the lust of our flesh. How does that happen? Through words. We hear words. Words bring forth faith, at least dependence and trust and, and, and a looking and expectation for something to happen now in what I'm hearing. And God won't honor it. God only works in truth. Psalms 33, 4, For the word of the Lord is right. That's Psalms chapter 33, verse 4. For the word of the Lord is right, and all His works are done in truth. In Romans 8 and 2, For the law of the Spirit of life, the law of the Holy Spirit of life, in Christ Jesus, speaking of our placement in His death has made me free from the law of sin and death. Where'd that happen? At the cross. That's the law the Holy Spirit works in. To prove it, He's never saved one individual that didn't trust in Christ and who He is as Redeemer. Nobody else has ever got saved anywhere that did not trust in Christ and who He came as the Son of God and what He came to do as the Lamb of God no one has ever been saved from their sins because the Holy Spirit has to do it and He works within the perimeters of that law. The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So, and I, and I need to make this, this uh, comment, a couple of uh, statements here to go along with this this morning that we can be alive in Christ but not living in Christ. You get that? Paul, take notes please. Look at these after the broadcast. Paul said in Romans chapter 7 when he's speaking of his, his early experience as a born again man not understanding why he couldn't 
live for God and, 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 and now why he couldn't keep the law. It still wasn't happening for him. Those things he wanted to do, no, he should be doing, he couldn't. And the things he didn't want to do, he couldn't find the power uh, to stop. Uh, but, but he cries out to God and God begins to reveal to him the way of victory through the cross alone, the way of grace through the cross alone, the way of God's strength being made perfect in our weakness through the cross alone. And he writes in Romans 7, 9, when I was alive once without the law, that means when he was born again, uh, when the commandment came, sin revived, the sin nature, and I died. That means when he began to trust in the law again, thinking he could now obey the law, keep the law, he could do it now because he was saved and filled with the Spirit and had a call of God on his life. He found out he still couldn't. And he, when, you're trying, when you're trusting in anything other than Christ and his work at Calvary, the sin nature revives and we die. doesn't mean we're physically dead. Jesus, through John in Revelation chapter 3, verse 1, tells the church in Sardis, you've got a name. You, you, you look like you've got something going on. You've got a name that you're alive, but Jesus calls them dead. I hope you're taking notes. I don't want you just to say, oh, come on now. I want you to go look at these things. Again, Christians are alive in Christ but only those who have their faith in the cross are living. That means fruit bearing. That means fruit of what the Holy Spirit is able to do that He can't do outside of faith in what allowed us to even be able to receive the Holy Spirit. You remember the rebuke by the Lord through the Apostle Paul to the church in Galatia and he says, who's bewitched you that you're no longer obeying the truth? He asked them in a way that he would show them something. Do you not remember how you received the Spirit? Was it by the hearing of faith, what you heard brought faith, and you received the Spirit of God? Or was it by the works of the law? Are you so foolish now to think that you can continue even though you received the Spirit of God through what you heard, the word of the cross, and now putting that on the back burner, you think that now you can go back to the law and find perfection, the power, the grace to live for God? Absolutely not. You've been bewitched. What I'm talking about right now, I'm talking about 99.9% of the church today has been bewitched. I've been there. I, everything that drove through town with a tag on it, this is God, man, we grabbed our saddles, we loaded up, we jumped on a board. Listen, we're not supposed to do that. The, actually, the five-fold ministry... In, in Ephesians chapter 4, the fivefold ministry there uh, being planted in a local church where the gift of God is preaching the, the gift from God, which is the righteousness of God according to Romans 5, we're supposed to be learning and growing, listen, coming into the unity 
of the faith of the Son of God, growing in the fullness of the stature of Christ. Why? The next verse, so that we won't be tossed to and fro by, as children by every wind of doctrine. Because every wind of doctrine comes in with a voice. And if we accept that voice, we, de- we start depending on that voice. That is not the faith of the Son of God in operation. That is not the faith we've been dealt. That is not the measure of faith we've been dealt. It is not this precious faith we've obtained. That faith only comes from hearing the word of the cross. It's so clear. It's so simple. People who refuse and reject it are just, most, for the most part, uh, especially ministers, are, are, they just don't want to be a part of that group. Uh, I'd rather be a part of this group. of, uh, And all that is being a respecter of persons. We need to repent. Uh, we, we, and we won't unless we have our eyes opened. And that won't happen unless we accept that Jesus is the only way not to the Father who's in heaven when we die, but to see the Father's will done in this life can only be done by the measure of faith we've obtained. And it is not the faith in operation when we're functioning in any other avenue. Because that is, listen, all faith comes by hearing and hearing by a word. All the things I depend on and trust in and value have come to me because of a word I received that gave me a picture that I saw. And if it's not the word of the cross coming out of the Bible, it's going to give me the wrong thoughts. It's going to, it's going to move my value to a different place, a wrong place, and it's going to give me an imagination, a picture of something I shouldn't be looking at. I hope you get that. If it's not the word of the cross, it can't be the word of faith that Paul preached. The word that brings faith is the word of the cross. All these other focuses, all these other things that we've, oh, we've been uh, duped, we've been seduced. This is it. God has finally given us this thing that He is going to pour His Spirit. No, the Lord is pouring out of His Spirit right now and He's pouring out the truth of His Son and filling the hearts of believers in His Son and His Son's work at Calvary and that alone with the truth and we're seeing a greater picture of our Savior. So let me say this again this morning. I hope, I hope you're getting this today. We can be alive in Christ but not be living. I gave you the scriptures for that. Uh, Romans 7, 9 and Revelation 3 and 1. Maybe there's more. We can be in the faith, but not functioning by the faith. Now now I want to show you something, if I could bring it up here. And uh, let's just go to it. Romans 14, real quickly, to show you in the Word what we're talking about. You can be in the faith but not functioning by the faith. But we are always functioning by faith in something. Folks who say, 
I don't have to go to church to go to heaven. Well, that's a fact, but we don't live by facts. We live by truth. We live by faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, Romans 10, 17. So watch this. Now, Romans 14 gives us a precious and, and of great value picture here of one who is in the faith, but he's weak in the faith. And what makes him weak in the faith is because there is now a trust in that which he's eating. Watch very carefully in Romans chapter 14. He that is weak... In the faith, he's in the faith. That means he's in the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's, that's the faith we've been brought into. But it doesn't mean we're living by that faith. Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye. Don't, don't, don't kick them out. Receive those that are in the faith, even though they're weak in the faith, but not to doubtful disputations. And that doubtful disputations, really, when you look at it and you dig into it, you will find that it means, really, uh, 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 don't condemn them, don't judge them in a condemning way. It means a judicial estimation. A discerning Disputation. We recognize they're weak in the faith, but we receive them. Now watch what makes him weak in the faith, even though he's in the faith. These true born-again Christians who are, been ca who are caught up in all these fads, all these words that are not words of God, and now they're depending through faith but in wrong objects, they're depending and trusting in God to do something, and He won't. Therefore, it's really fake and fake news, fake words that brings a fake picture because God doesn't work through any of that. All His works are done through Christ and His perfect and complete work at Calvary. Watch now Romans 14. For one believes that he may eat all things, Another who is weak eats only herbs. That's what's making him weak. Not that he's only eating vegetables, but that he is trusting in his only eating vegetables, which he's free to do. You, man, you're free to eat pig feet every day, all day long, if you want to. You're free to only eat carrots and veggies. Uh, listen, you and I are free in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We've been liberated. The Apostle Paul said, all things are lawful for me now, but, but they're not all beneficial for me. Okay? So it wasn't what he was eating that made him weak in the faith. It was his dependence upon what he was eating that made him, his trust in what he was eating that makes him weak in the faith. And we know that to be true from Romans 14 and verse 17, I believe it is, that tells us the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's not what you eat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In the Holy Spirit. You're not being led by the Holy Spirit uh, to experience more of the power of Christ in your life to only eat veggies because the kingdom of God 
And the power of God is not in what you eat and drink or wear or don't wear. It is in the righteousness of Christ, the peace of Christ, and the joy of Christ that He only paid for at Calvary and only offers through that. Not any of these other gimmicks and schemes that tell us if you'll just get involved in this program. You see, that's a word. And if we value that person above the Word of God, or if we don't know the Word of God, I speak from experience as we should, we will be seduced through our lusting flesh, even though we, we, we want more of God, we'll go about it the wrong way. You know the Bible says Abraham never uh, staggered at the promise of God. But you better know he staggered at the way through which the promise of God would come. Isn't that what's happening in the church today? The church knows there's power to be had from God. They, we, we, we read it all throughout the New Testament. There's power that's toward the church. This, this one who lives within us, he has all power. He can do all things. He, he's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's, he, man, we have the power of God, but if we don't understand that the preaching of the cross is the power and the only avenue of that power, we will be seduced and our flesh through its lusting will go lusting after other avenues that the faith we received can't function. That's why we can't live without the faith we've been given by the Lord because that's the faith that the just live by. The faith of the Son of God that loved us and gave Himself for us, Galatians 2 and 20. You see, this teaching, this specific session, if enough Christians who really wanted to know the truth and the true avenue from which they could experience God's grace, God's strength being made perfect in their weakness, their uh, 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 enablement by the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to rejoice through various temptations and to find the power for their ministries, the power to overcome the sin that only they and God know about, the everything if they if they could hear this truth and they would exp and receive the truth of God's word and let the faith they received at the beginning allow God to once again continue that work he began in the beginning oh my goodness this is this is why repentance in the book of acts speaks of us experiencing times of refreshing. Because when we repent, God, I'm sorry, I've trusted in everything but what you have given me to trust in. I've listened to so many other voices and my trust and dependence have went a different kind of faith now to those things. And I've become miserable. I've I found myself now having to put on a show and act and now I'm under that burden and heavy laden again that, that, that I found myself free from at the beginning when I began to live by the faith of the Son of God. That faith you gave me as a gift. That faith that I obtained through what your Son did at the cross through that righteous work of redemption. Hallelujah. That, that faith that God dealt me so I wouldn't have to think more highly of myself than I ought. Romans 12, 3. That brings us to another point. 
and another confirmation that when I'm not trusting in the cross, but I'm trusting in these other things, the confirmation that that's not the faith I was dealt in action is because I am thinking of my, myself more highly than I ought. I can do this now to move the hand of God. No, Christ is the only one that did what it takes to move the hand of God in my life. Not just initially, but daily. Hallelujah. So let's talk about this a little bit more. Adam, and we always go back to the beginning because God makes known even the ending from the very beginning. So we always go back and look at the beginning because I believe in the beginning we can hear what will help us be strengthened in the faith we're in so we can be strengthened in the faith we're in if we'll look at all the words of God in the right light and that is the redemptive plan of God, the reconciling, not just initial reconciliation but daily being reconciled to God. His plan in my life taking place. Adam put in the Garden of Eden and God approaches him and gives him the first words God ever spoke to man. They were a commandment because that's what the Bible says. And the Lord God commanded the man of all the trees in the garden, you may freely eat. But don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In the day you eat of that tree, you shall surely die. Now you understand, as long as Adam trusted and depended upon that word, he had dominion and he had freedom to eat of all the trees in the garden. Just because when he heard God speak to him, faith came. Faith came. Because even Adam, before sin, had to live by faith. Living by faith is not something that just began... After the fall, no, God had to first speak to man so man could function properly because there is no proper functioning in the heart of man without the Word of God. We need to understand that. God speaks to man. God kicks it all off with His Word, His command, and freedom is the Word. You're free to eat of all the trees in the garden except one. Don't eat off the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In the day you eat of that tree, you shall surely die. And Adam, for some period of time, enjoyed the freedom. All the trees in the garden, oh my goodness, they were dressed in the brightness of God's glory and, and, and honor. And, 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 and I'm telling you, it was just a, a state of, of, of just, my, it, my goodness, it was, we can't explain what went on before the fall, how good it was. Because we fell from such a a, a, a far away place from where we were before sin. But then what happened? Here it comes. Another voice brought another word. Another voice brought another word. Here comes the test. Will I stick with the Word of God and the faith that came, the freedom and liberty that I have to eat of all the trees in the garden... Or will I begin to trust and depend upon and see a greater value and have a, a, an expectation now that, that 
that comes from another word. And that's exactly what happened. Adam lived and enjoyed freedom and dominion as long as he walked by faith, the faith that came through hearing, depending upon, trusting in, believing with an expectation of what God had said. The moment he believed that other voice, he was no longer functioning by the faith that came from hearing God's voice, but a new faith, a fake faith. Now, a dependence upon something that was a lie. Like all the gimmicks and fads, they're a lie. If I believe it, God can't work in a lie because all His works are done in truth. You get that? Adam began to depend upon another voice. It led him to action. Remember, there's always action and fruit of whatever I'm depending on and trusting in. Whichever way I go, there's going to be action and fruit. You got that. When Adam believed the voice of the enemy that came through the voice of his wife, it brought about an action of eating from the tree that brought about an action he didn't want, but he had been warned about. See, it's never changed. We live by faith. But that faith has to come from the Word of God. And all these schemes and fads, they're not in the Word of God. Men take Scriptures and try to get their book. They try to get the, 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 the Scriptures in line with their book because the, the enemy knows most of the children of God, they don't know the Word of God. And, and most of the ones that do, they don't know it in its true light, which is the person... Jesus 8.12, John 8.12 said He's the light. And they don't, for years, I didn't know the Word of God in its true light. I, I would take something that other men were preaching and I would take Bible verses and twist them to make my message instead of letting God use the Scriptures and me just preach the Scriptures instead of this over here. See, the Lord doesn't use anything to impart the truth other than the truth itself. The truth of the one who claimed to be the truth and what he did at Calvary to become applicable truth to our hearts. So the moment Adam changed the object of his trust, the faith that came, came through another word, he was then trusting. Different faith, different trust, different dependence. And remember this if you're taking notes. When there's a mixture, we're weak in the faith. When, there, when there's a mixture, we're, it, makes us, it makes us weak in the faith. When, when, when I'm in the faith, I'm a Christian, and I say I believe Jesus and what He did at Calvary, but I'm also depending on what I do on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in this program I'm in for God to work through and, 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 and give me deliverance or, or, or to strengthen me in the faith. 
it can't happen. It can't happen. And that makes me weak in the faith. That's why we don't need to be ugly to people who are weak in the faith. Because they aren't, they're, they're not strengthened in the faith yet. Some, we don't always know the situation, some who are weak in the faith don't have any intention of ever changing. Don't mean they won't because I remember sitting, uh, telling other, some folks in my life, you know, I, I might be delivered from marijuana and cigarettes, but I'll be drinking Budweiser till I'm an old man on the front porch. You know, I ain't giving that up. And I know the Lord had to be smiling when I was in ignorance and stupidity declaring that because He knew all that He would take from me, even though I didn't. So we don't know where those people who are weak in the faith are, whether they're just going to fall away one day or they're going to grow out of that and hear the truth because hopefully the man who Paul wrote about in Romans 14 maybe read this and said, wow, that's the Apostle Paul referring to somebody like me who's depending on what I eat, just the herbs to, to grow me, to, to strengthen me, for God to move in my life. I'm, that's making me weak in the faith. Maybe somebody hears these broadcasts or other ministers that God has raised up in these last few moments of this age called the fullness of the times of the Gentiles who are preachers of righteousness. Maybe there's a few here and there who hear this truth and they say, wow, that's me. Now the most, they don't end up saying that. They get mad and turn it off. and He don't, he don't know what works. I, I, I'm not telling you. This all doesn't come from me. This all comes from the Word of God. Let me read something here to make sure I don't miss anything. There are many faiths among men. There are many faiths. Has anybody ever asked you, what faith are you of? There are many faiths. That, mean, that, means there, that really means there are many objects of faith. Because whatever we're depending on, and I'm talking about spiritual things here today. I'm not talking about faith in a chair that'll hold me up. I'm talking about spiritual things. Things that words have come to me and told me that God would do great things if I would get involved, if I would do these three things, if I would only eat this, if I would only wear this, long sleeves, if I wouldn't wear makeup, if I would, if I would, then the power of God... Listen, there are many things among men we call faith, but the Bible, I love saying those two words, the Bible, the Word of God tells me in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 5, there's only one faith. That means, there, that means there's only one object of faith as far as God is concerned. There's only one object of faith. One faith. Ephesians 4 5. Write it down. Look at it when we're done. And that is, Galatians 2.20 tells us, it is the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave Himself for us. That talks about Christ and what He did at Calvary by faith, a perfect faith that produced a perfect work that can produce a perfect people in Christ with a perfect work done by the Holy Spirit if we keep our faith in 
that which allowed God to give us that faith as a gift. When we move our dependence on anything other for God to begin to do something through, and our faith is in that and not the sacrifice, we're pretending. If God's not working through these fads of men, that means we've been seduced and it also means we're having to pretend it's working. And my friends, that's a place of heaviness. That's a place of a load that we can't carry. That, 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 that's a place where we have to pretend and we have to smile even when we don't want to and we have to put on this show that we've really got it going on when we really don't and, 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 and we never will and that heaviness will just get greater and greater and greater until we either quit or we get mean and obnoxious and start lying, telling people that, you know, uh, uh, or, or all these other things we'll say, or we'll be looking for the next new fad. The next one surely got to work. This one, really, this the next one. Oh, the, none of them work. None of them ever have worked. None of them have ever worked. Even, even when we seemed... Even, listen, the Bible says there's a way that seems right to man, but the end of that way is death. That doesn't mean physical death. That means the end, the product, the fruit of that way that seems right to you is death. The same death Paul was speaking of in Romans 7, 9 when he said, I was alive once without the law, but when the commandment came, when somebody offered me these three things, the purpose-driven life, if I'll just do the, the government of 12, if I'll just get involved and do, then the sin nature revived because the sin nature lays dormant when our faith is in what made him dormant, put him away. Oh, he exists, my friends. Don't think the sin nature don't exist. But he's dormant. But while he's dormant, he is waiting and longing for an opportunity to take occasion. Sin takes occasion by the law, the Bible says. The sin nature takes occasion through these fads when we begin to believe that we can do this now. That's telling God from our heart that Jesus didn't really quite do enough. That work wasn't that perfect. It wasn't that finished. It wasn't that complete. I've also got to, and we don't understand the cross. Therefore, the lust of our flesh carries us out here into these things looking for the power of God that will never, ever find it. The preaching of the cross is the power of God. One other scripture I want to give you today is, now let me just read this. God says there's one faith, Ephesians 4, 5. That faith is the faith of the Son of God, Galatians 2, 20. Philippians 1 and 27 says if our faith is proper, it'll be the faith of the gospel. Let's look at that verse while we have a few minutes. A powerful scripture Philippians chapter 1, verse 27. Only let your conversation... That, that doesn't mean just your words. That means your whole life, your behavior, everything about you. Let your conversation be as it becomes the gospel. 
Our lives could only be becoming the gospel if we're hearing the gospel. The fruit God is looking for is the fruits of righteousness. And His righteousness is only revealed in the gospel. Romans 1, 16 and 17. Watch now. Only let your conversation be as it becomes the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast, hang on here, get ready, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, how? Striving together for the faith of the gospel. Not the trust and faith in these fads. There is no gospel in any of the fads men creep into the church and bring. I know we don't like to hear this, but there are many creepers. There are more creepers than there are God's ministers of righteousness. Most of them are deceived themselves. Most of them really want to help God's people, but they don't know how. And if we don't know how then we can't. If we don't know how to be saved, we can't. If we don't know how to live in victory, we can't. If we don't know how to help God's people, we can't. But what we do, if we don't know how, because we can't, if we don't know how, what we do is we start making things up. We start pretending. We allow fads to come into the church that God won't work in. Read Exodus 32. I talk about it all the time. When we build a golden calf, no matter what it is, what fat it is, and put it right beside the altar, as they did in Exodus 32, the question the Lord had for those who were mixing faith in the golden calf and oh, the altar too, the question the Lord had then is the same question He has today. Who is on the Lord's side? Who will come out from among the fads, the golden calf builders, those places that God hasn't given us? That when we're functioning according to, it's not the measure of faith He's given us because it's according to a different word. The faith He gave us functions only through the word He gave us. You might say, well, it's the whole Bible. Anything in the Bible can bring forth faith. Absolutely. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But you need to look at where that's written in Romans chapter 10. And it's talking about the faith that comes from hearing the gospel. All of the Bible has to be seen in view of the gospel. Why? Why? Because all the words of God's mouth are in righteousness. Proverbs 8 and 8. They're not, everything God has spoken is in righteousness. And Romans 1, 16 and 17 says that His righteousness is revealed in the gospel to those who go from faith to faith. Because it's the just who live by faith. Only those who've been justified by the blood are able to live by the faith they received at the beginning 
as they go to faith, as they go to faith, as they go to faith, as God's Word continues to come to them in light of the cross, for that is the word of faith that Paul and we preach, the word that gives faith that the Lord is pleased with and found working in, not the word that comes from all these fads. That is not the faith of the Son of God at work. That is not the measure we've been dealt. That is not this like precious faith that we have obtained through the righteousness of God and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. I really hope that today's broadcast has been a light the Holy Spirit could impart into our hearts and help us to see with more clarity the light of God's Word. And maybe some today have been caught off guard by trusting in other things, really truly believing that God's going to honor those things. The 21-day fast. Oh, a new book. Oh, have you read the new book? Oh, have you read the new book? I remember when The Purpose Driven Life came out. We bought that book. We highlighted things in that book. And my Lord, we set out to start doing all that, doing all this, because now we found the avenue that God works through while we forfeited and were distracted from the cross to now things we have to go do and our trust was in them. Nothing wrong with the works God has ordained for us to walk in, but it's are we trusting in them or are we trusting in the redemption, the work of Christ at Calvary? That will determine if we're operating by grace or not. That will determine if our faith is legitimate or not. God only sees one faith He's pleased with, one faith He will work in, and that's called the grace of God because God's grace is Him at work and He only works when He finds the faith that He's pleased in in our hearts. God bless you. Help us to publish these sessions on social media. Help us to get the truth of God's Word out. So many, again, let me say, most of all the church today, true, born-again, spirit-filled believers are trusting in something, operating outside of the measure of faith they've been given. They believe Jesus died for them and forgave them and they've been saved but that's not what they're trusting in today for the power of God, the deliverance of God. That's why churches are being birthed and men and women raised up all over the world today, little spots here, storefronts here and there, preaching the power of God, ministers of righteousness that point to the avenue through which God can give you, deal to you, the faith that pleases Him and that He will honor and work in every time He finds it. He's raising up these cross-preaching churches. Many don't like that phrase because they think we're preaching against them. We're not preaching against any people. We're preaching against false objects of faith, false objects of hope that... Reject God. 
We can cry tears in the purpose driven or any of the other fads, but God doesn't honor tears. He wants to bring us back to the place called faith and grace. Hallelujah. God bless you. We love you. Again, share these broadcasts. You can find us on the Pastor Curtis Facebook page, the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, the website, thecrosswaychurch.com. Go a step further and hear the Lord there stirring your heart to pray for us and to become a partner with us to proclaim this great gospel, which is the message of Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And you can support us financially at thecrosswaychurch.com or you can text the word GIVE to the number 903-231-5950. God bless you. We do love you and are praying for you. And the best days are ahead for those who are believing in the cross of Christ. Until I see you again, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then. God bless.